So welcome to the show, Ben Hordage. We're talking about fiber optic media converters. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Glad to have you on. Repeat, uh, repeat interviewee. You are now in the exclusive club of people who've been on the show more than once. Oh, man. I feel, <laughs> I feel privileged. <laughs> As well you should. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> just teasing. So I want to cover today fiber optic media converters. Um, one of the one of the biggest things that I uh, I see on social media, um, there's people out there that say, "Oh, forget about copper fiber. Everything should be fiber." You know, uh, people don't realize that you got to change that electron to a photon and then back again. <laughs> so while fiber does offer more bandwidth, while fiber can go further distances, fiber can be cheaper in some scenarios. It's not always the answer. And sometimes one of the biggest limiting things in that decision-making process is the fiber optic media converter. So since you guys are are pretty good at this, I want to know, can you just give us an overview? What is a fiber optic media converter? What does it do? Yeah, so that's a great question. So basically what you mentioned, it's, it's taking a photon or taking a light signal and converting it back to a copper or, or electrons signal. So, uh, a lot of times what, what the need is, is a really long distance. So uh, an application that's, that's kind of common and maybe people can relate to is you have um, a main house uh, with a, uh, a, a video server uh, and, and you have a, a gate, maybe let's say a thousand feet away that you want to put a camera on. Well, that thousand feet obviously is going to be too long of a link um, to install for, for a copper cable and to get that video and to get the performance and everything you need. So that's where a media converter would come into play. You'd have a media converter, um, to go fiber optic between the house and the gate. And then it could, it would convert it back out to copper. And so it's basically a device that's going to convert one medium to another medium. And that's, and typically we're, you know, there, coax and is, is one of them sometimes it's used, but typically it's fiber to copper or copper to fiber. Uh, or sometimes fiber to fiber. You, you, they, they have media converters that go multi-mode to single mode okay. or vice versa. So, yep. So those are some different options. So, so the fiber media converter, is it an active piece of equipment or passive piece of equipment? Yeah. So that it, generally it's an, it's an active piece of equipment. Uh, it needs to be powered. Um, and the reason is, is you've got, uh, you know, you've got the, uh, copper side that needs to, you know, a lot of times maybe has a POE functional functionality built into it. Right. And then on the fiber side, it's a, it's a transceiver, uh, that's plugged in there and that transceiver needs, needs to be powered as well. So yeah, typically gotcha. powered. So, so using your example that you just gave out there, running the fiber to the, to the gate, right? Yeah there would need to be some kind of accommodation for that media converter to be plugged in, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good uh, comment. Yeah. So at the, at the gate, you're going to need, you're going to need power uh, most of the time. Now there are sometimes, um, and this is getting a little bit, maybe slightly off topic, but there are some things that can be used that are kind of considered a media converter, but they, they, they call them balins. Um, okay. You may have heard of those yes. and those, they do have, it's kind of a, kind of a convert. It's kind of a media converter because it's making a conversion. Um, 
And, and basically it's, it's sending over fiber optic cable from one point to the other, and then it's taking the fiber uh, and then converting it to copper. And, and sometimes at that far end, it, it, it's not needed uh, to have, to have power, but depending on what the application, it really just depends on what the application is. I was going to say, if the, if the equipment has a, uh, a fiber optic end face on it, do you need a media converter? So that, yeah. So if, if it has a fiber optic end face on it, you wouldn't necessarily need a media converter. You could go directly into the, to the equipment. And that's true for the other side. Maybe you have a switch, um, that has transceiver ports on it. And so you could go directly into uh, the switch transceiver port and you would need the fiber optic media converter. So, yeah, so the media converters are really designed for specific applications where um, you, you don't have the scenario we just talked about with, with fiber optic transceivers on either end or, or a, a device that has a fiber optic input. Uh, and and it, it allows you to take that fiber optic cable signal and convert it back to copper. And the reason that they're... And one of the reasons they're pretty popular still is because most most everything still has a copper interface. Right. So if you look at, you know, if you look at a camera, if you look at a, a switch, if you look at any device that's uh, networkable, um, they, they still don't have fiber optic inputs. They're still, it's still a copper right. uh, Ethernet input on there. So that makes the media converter uh, still pretty, pretty, uh, you know, choice in terms of use. Let me ask you a question and, and just ballpark number, right? How much is a fiber optic media converter? I know, I know you can say it depends. I know you can say it depends because it was a multi-mode or single mode and a bunch of other factors. But in, if, if I'm, if I'm trying to figure out, it's going to be cheaper for me to run a copper cable out to there or a fiber cable to some between some two things. How much additional cost do I need to factor in because I need two fiber optic media converters? Yeah, in some cases, you, some cases you can't run the can't run copper, right? It's just, right. Yeah, it's just right. too long of a length, so you, you're you're kind of um, kind of pushed into that option of the media converters, and that's the the option you have. Um, they can be as 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 cheap as like forty bucks on Amazon. <laughs> up to, you know, a hundred plus, um, through a reputable, you know, place, um, like a, like a distributor or somewhere like that. So it just really depends. Um, the, you know, the, the multimode ones are usually a little bit cheaper than the single mode ones. Um, a lot of the newer transceiver, a lot of the newer, um, uh, fiber optic media converters have a slot that you can input you know, the transceiver that you want to use. So usually you have to buy the converter and then you also have to get a transceiver. Sometimes they come together, just kind of depends. There's a lot of different kind of flavors right. out there in terms of uh, what you can, uh, what you can purchase and what are, depending on what your application is going to be. Gotcha. Well, well, I might buy my dog food from Amazon. I don't know if I would buy my fiber optic media converter on my network that's critical because it can't go down because I'm teaching classes. I don't know if I would rely on on something like critical like that through Amazon. I'm not saying Amazon's good or bad. I'm just saying yeah. I'd, I'd rather stick with distribution. And, and, and the reason I like to stick with distribution is because if something goes wrong with it, try calling Amazon. Yeah. Right? Try that's... calling them. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to get the support through – a company that's distributing it to you, they're going to be able to you know, help right. troubleshoot it. You know, they usually they have people on staff that are knowledgeable about it. And so that, that, that makes up for the, you know, a little bit difference in price a lot of times. Gotcha. 
Well, if you know me, I'm the acronym king. I do the acronym challenge on LinkedIn yeah. every day, and then and then I do the answers out on Saturday. There's an acronym that gets bantied around a lot when people are talking about fiber, and that's SFP. Mm. What, what is yeah. SFP? So it's it's it means small form factor plug, pluggable. That's what it means, um, and basically it's 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 this this little device right here. And it's basically a little device that slides in. It's, it, it's probably better known or easier to understand, maybe, uh, by calling it a transceiver, right? Because it's it's transmitting and it's receiving a signal. But small form factor pluggable is is what that stands for. And and that was really something that they kind of introduced um, early on. You had the thou- you had the gigabit SFPs, and then it went to the SFP plus which was the 10 gig um, SFPs. And, and then now they have the QSFPs, um, which is a, a 25 and 40 gig um, applications. And then it goes into the 100 gig. So there's there's all kinds of different versions of, of the SFP. But simply, it just means small form factor pluggable. And it's because it's just a really small form factor little device. Good. So what's the difference between that and a fiber media converter? Yeah, so so that's a really good question. So a lot of times, um, the fiber media converter and the small form factor plug- pluggable, the transceivers, are all one unit. So it's it's integrated into the the one unit, and that would be considered a fiber media converter, and it has the has a device. But but a lot of times now, you 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 purchase the small form factor public uh, pluggable, the SFP, separately. From the from the fiber media converter, and that's because different applications, different uh, types of use cases and stuff, it, it makes the the fiber media converter a little more versatile. So you can you can change out the SFP if you need to. You can you can upgrade it. You can do different things, and and you in in the body of the of the of the um, media converter um, is doesn't need to be changed. So you can just change this device. So they're they're two separate things. Uh, SFP, which is this little device here, and then which I don't have, but the my media converter box itself, and that's that's what gets powered, um, and that also is what has the you know Ethernet uh, jack output to go into your equipment. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times it could be PoE also. So if you're if you're running um, you know fiber from from point A to point B and you have power at the far location, you can PoE into your device to make it make it active, like a camera, for instance, like that, something like that. Gotcha. So that's, that's really the difference between those two. So what are the use cases for, for using a fiber optic media converter? Yeah, so um, kind of mentioned, touched on those a little bit right now or already, but um, really any, any situation where you need to go from fiber to copper and the use case is where the length and this is this is the majority of the time where the length is is far going to exceed the limits of what copper cable is is capable of so uh in an application that we just talked about it could be a camera application where there's a long distance two different buildings so building a building b they might be you know a thousand two thousand maybe a kilometer apart uh, depending on the distance, um, 
Other applications uh, can also be um, for, you know, utility type situations where, again, they, they, the interface to the product is copper, but they need a long distance uh, run and, and fiber can, can facilitate that. So that's, that's typically what, those, what they're used for. So I'm building a new podcast studio up on the hill. I have a three-acre farm here in Central Florida, and it's in the process of being built. I had electricians run the power last week, and this week I'm putting in new stub-ups and stub-outs for the low-voltage stuff. And I'm going to be putting up three-quarter-inch plywood everywhere and stuff. Well, I'm running a fiber cable between the two buildings, right? Mm -hmm. What do I need to know to make sure that I choose the right media converter? So that's Yeah, so that's good. That's a good question. Um, so there's a few different things to look at. Uh, basically, first off, you want to figure out what it is that you're needing to, to convert. So if it's just a camera, um, you know, you don't necessarily need high speed. You might need, you know, gigabit. You need to be able to transmit maybe 1080p uh, video over that and uh, or 720, depending on the, the, the camera. That's that's going to be no problem with a, a like a gigabit SFP. Um, so, you, you know, you could go with a gigabit SFP. Now, if you're, now you might need to transmit, um, high, high output data. So like a t 10 gig or 40 gig or something signal, maybe a backbone, right? From, from, uh, from one building to another. Um, and, and for some reason they're not, you know, using fiber interfaces. So you got to use media converters. Um, so that would, that would require, uh, specific SFPs that can, uh, transmit that kind of a, a backbone, a backhaul for that. Um, there's, there's, there's various different, uh, ways to, to kind of look at it, but it, it and then the other thing sometimes that needs to, that, that someone might have too, is they might have a multi-mode fiber optic cabling system. Uh, and they, they need to convert some aspect of it to single mode and they make, they make, uh, fiber, uh, media converters that convert multi-mode to single mode or single mode to multi-mode goes both directions. Uh, and, and that's something that could be a particular application use case as well. So determining really what exactly first it is that you want to do. And then once you know what that is, then uh, kind of catering the, the media converter slash SFP transceiver uh, accordingly to that application. And again, a lot of it's going to depend on what kind of bandwidth, what kind of speeds you need uh, in order to uh, make that choice. So let's say I'm the knuckle dragging cable guy, which, which I am, and I'm meeting with the customer, the IT guy, you know, you know, who's got that that master's degree in data processing. All people seem to need some level of data processing or something like that. I, I can never remember the OSI model. It always slips my head yeah. because I'm, I'm a cable guy. I'm, yeah. I'm not a computer Physical guy. Physical yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm layer one. <laughs> exactly, exactly right, right? So um, what are some good questions that I could ask the IT person when I'm trying to – because I know you're going to ask me these questions when I, when I call you up to order one, right? Yeah. So what, what, what questions should I ask the customer so that way when you and I talk, that conversation is going to go a lot smoother? Yeah, so I would ask what what is it that you're um, what is it that you're trying to connect to at, at both ends? So uh, if we just if we just talk about maybe a camera, so we would kind of talk about that as a scenario. Um, you know, the customer might say, "Well, I'm trying to connect to a camera at my far end." Okay, so what what's the length that this is uh, needing to be 
you know, pull right. how, how far of a cable run is this? You know, so maybe they come back. It's it's two thousand feet. Okay, okay. So fiber fiber optics would be the 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 better way to go here. Now, in two thousand feet, really they could go either direction. They could, in terms of what they use, they could go multi mode or they could go single mode. It really either one would would work. I mean, we know multi mode that's not a problem. Single mode definitely not a problem to to go those types of lengths. So it's really a that's that could be a little bit of a preference thing. Um, but it also could be a cost factor. So the multi-mode products are still a little bit cheaper on the, on the media converters and the transceivers. So that might be something to factor in is that if you're, if, if the length is totally fine, you probably just go multi-mode, um, because it's going to be a, a little bit cheaper of a cost. Single mode, um, obviously much longer length. And, and sometimes customers and people just want to put single mode in because that's what they're proving. Future proofing. Yeah, they're future proofing. Uh, they want to keep everything consistent. Maybe the rest of their installation is already single mode. Different different reasons like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the camera scenario, the other thing to ask is, um, is that camera going to require a power connection or is it going to, is will it accept PoE? That's going to be a big determining factor of the type of media converter that you choose too. Because not all media converters have power or Ethernet built into them. Um, some of them are just a, a direct a network connect out. So um, determining whether the, you know PoE is a factor, that's another question that you would want to uh, make sure and answer. And then uh, and then and then on the cabling side, um, if we just touch on that briefly, you know, is this going in conduit? Is it going to be direct burial? Uh, what kind of connectors do you need? Nine times out of 10, and you've probably seen this, is most SFPs transceivers are LC connectors. You know, right. so right. that that's a that's a good thing to make sure that they, you know, that they match that up properly. So the, the, the connection to the to the media converter itself, uh, the connectors on the fiber optic cable that you're connecting, those need to be the same type of connector, obviously, uh, LC being the most common. So those those are some questions that that you would you would kind of uh, gotcha. determine in terms of helping them uh, you know figure out what the best media converter would be. Now you mentioned there was a uh, a little bit of a cost savings going between, you know going to multi mode. Not going to ask you for dollar values, but is it is it ten percent less, twenty percent less? What? Yeah, I'd probably say ten to ten to fifteen twenty. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Um, I mean a, a multi mode. You know, 850 nanometer transceiver, uh, for a media converter. You could buy one of those for roughly, say, like 15 bucks for one of those, right? And that would get you a thousand, that would get you gigabit. Uh, that might even get you close to 10 gig, but I think the gigabit are right around that 10 to $15 range. Where single mode, you're looking at, uh, you know, 40 to 50 dollars uh in terms of uh what the cost difference is there and and then up up from there on 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 the single mode so yeah it's it's and you know the reason is is you've got a you know a laser versus a vixel being used in terms of the internals and you know that's a whole nother subject that you could get into but the the internals of the transceiver itself and and what's required to make that function is is that a lot of times the the reasoning for that the price difference there and, and the cabling itself too a lot of right. times although I will say 
Um, single mode cable, uh, the physical cable itself with the connectors is not really that much difference of a price anymore right. in comparison. Uh, yes, yeah, sing- single mode cables come down tons. Yeah. Tons. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I read, I think it was a cable installation maintenance magazine, maybe. I, I read it somewhere. I don't remember where I read it. But they were saying that um, we as an industry are, are actually manufacturing more single mode than multi mode. Yeah. We're selling more multi mode connectors. So what that tells me is single mode still being used for your long haul stuff, your backbones between floors, backbones between buildings, stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and multi mode still be using for your, your internal stuff. Yeah, so if I understand you correctly, so if I understand you correctly, I need to ask them what is the interface, right? What yeah. is the interface I'm plugging into? What are they actually going to be using it for? Is it a, is it a camera or is it going to be a network or a backbone? And then I then I need to ask them uh, what is their budget that way I know whether it's going to be multi mode or single mode. Yeah, I think those are three great questions that gets you gets you started. It gets them kind of thinking about it a little bit, and then some of the more, you know, finite details you can kind of right. work out. But I think those three to start uh, really gets you, gets you going. Yeah. Because distance as a, as if I'm the person doing the walk through meeting with cousin, I'm going to be the one coming up with the distance. Right. So yeah. I, I'm not going to necessarily ask them that question. Although, although I might ask them, where's it going to, is it going to that building across the campus or is it going to that building three towns down the thing? And that's a whole different ball game. Cause that's now you're interfacing with the service provider. So, yeah. So, Yes. Ben, what a fantastic subject, man. I, I couldn't appreciate you coming on. I, I mean, I do appreciate you coming on. Ooh, there you go. There you, see, just goes to show you, Chuck messes up a lot. He really does. I appreciate We're you coming on talking about this subject, man. I really do. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a great subject. Um, I think it's something that doesn't get talked about too often. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's important. More and more, I think, fiber optic applications are, are coming uh, to – you know, to a town near you. And, uh, so we're continuing to see, uh, and, and, and we're continuing to see it more on the, in the smaller end, smaller installer contractor type applications, um, where they're, where they're doing some of these types of, um, installations and, and they need a solution for, for some of those really long applications. Um, I've had a lot who have said, you know, Hey, uh, can I just use cop? Can I just use copper? I said, well, what's, you know, what's the length? Um, and they're like, well, it's 150 feet. Absolutely. Yep. No problem. Mm-hmm. Go with copper. Because uh, it has, like you said. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What yeah, that maybe. 150 feet is going through an industrial plant, there's a lot of EMI. Fiber is immune go. to that. Fiber is immune to that. So, so yeah, there you go. That, that, that's why I said. That is a really good point you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's, why, that's why when people always get into those arguments, I stay away from those arguments because uh, they, they drive me crazy and I don't feel like expending the mental energy on them, maybe. <laughs> but you know, copper is a great media. It has its place. Fiber is a great media. It has its place. It's not always fiber. It's not always copper. You just got to look at all of the all of the criteria and, and pick the best media for that application. And that might not be the same media as the next application that you're doing, even though they yeah. might be similar. They might be totally different. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yep. That's it for this episode of today's podcast. We hope you were able to learn something. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. Also, leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time, be safe.